time always has and always will perpetuate those methods which better serve mankind. Chiropractic is no exception to that rule. Our illustrious father placed this chiropractic trust in our keeping to keep it pure and not sullied or defamed. We pass it on to you unstained to protect as he would also have you do. As he passed on, so will we. We admonish you to keep this principle and practice unadulterated and unmixed. Humanity needed then what he gave us. You need what we now give you. Out there in those great open spaces are multitudes seeking what you possess. The burdens are heavy. Responsibilities are many. Obligations are providential. But the satisfaction of traveling the populated highways and byways, relieving suffering, prolonging lives, adding millions of years to millions of suffering people, will bring forth satisfactions and glories with greater blessings than you think. Time is of the essence. May God flow from above down his bounteous strengths, courages, and understandings to carry on. And may your innates receive and act on that free flow of wisdom from above down inside out. For you have in your possession a sacred trust. Guard it well. You have in your possession a sacred trust. Guard it well. Uh, those are some of my favorite words uh, from BJ. Um, I believe that it's really true that I have a sacred trust. Um, that I, I was put here on this planet to fulfill this purpose, which is, is to teach people about chiropractic. Uh, it's to teach you, uh, students. is to teach uh, docs. Uh, I just did a Zoom class over the weekend um, for ICPA. We couldn't get to Toronto, so we had to do it uh, through Zoom. Uh, and there were 45 docs from around the world, uh, from Spain, Singapore, uh, um, Slovenia, and all over the U.S. and Canada. And we had an amazing Zoom class, 12 hours on Zoom, and, and I made it as fun a class as I could have. But the cool thing was, like, like once again, think about, like, BJ Palmer saying, you never know how far-reaching something you may think, say, or do will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. You never know how far-reaching something you may think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. That's the power in what we do. So I'm, my goal is a teacher. A doctor is a teacher, right, ultimately. So even though, yes, I do adjust the spine, but I'm not a me- mechanic. You know, anybody can just be a mechanic and go ba-boom, 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 and just adjust, right? That, that's not what I do. What I do is, is I, I'm a teacher, I'm a guide, I'm a coach, I'm an educator for students and for doctors and for parents and for kids and for pregnant mamas uh, and for babies and for special needs kids. And I, 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 you know, that's to me the most important thing that we need to understand when BJ Palmer says, you know, and really to me, he's asking a question. Do you realize that you have a sacred trust in your hands? You need to guard it well. Like the, 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 the people that are here in this room right now, right? Listening to us, right? You guys have a sacred trust. I, I can't speak for the ones who aren't listening, but I can speak for the ones that are. You guys have a sacred trust. What are you going to do with this gift, right? What are you going to do? What, how are you going to take this gift to the world? Right, and not just uh, not just in 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 opening up your office and that kind of stuff, but like how are you going to take it to the world, right? Not to your just little community, but to your world. We have a giant. You know, he said you know, you have a responsibility, right? The responsibilities are many. The obligations are providential. This is 
big. This is bigger than you and me and all of us put together. This is a big mission for us. <clears throat> and when you really think about it, you know, I was adjusting uh, a child yesterday who's on the spectrum and the dad says, you know, we've been coming here for about like a month now and he's paying attention now and he's focusing now. And um, like if you ask him a question, he, he will answer in an action, right? So like he said, just try it. He said, you know, ask him to whatever's in his hands to give it to you. And in the past, I said, can I have that? And he would just go, and just kind of walk right by. And then I said, can I have that? And he gave the item that he had in his hands to me. That's a huge change, right? And what we need to understand is, in, especially when we're dealing with these special needs kids, it is about measurable progress in, measurable progress in reasonable time, right? Measurable progress. That's a measurable progress. You know, we're not expecting a kid who is nonverbal autistic to suddenly become fully verbal, right? We're expecting things to happen in a slow and incremental way to, to watch the little changes, right? The little bits of change that'll happen. You know, someone with, I will tell you that the, the challenge that you and I have as chiropractors is because back pain goes away if, if it's true subluxation-based back pain. It goes away pretty quickly, right? So I had a, a new patient come last uh, Friday, and three adjustments later, she's like, I'm like 90% better, right? Now, she's younger, you know, she's 30, and it's just more of a typical subluxation kind of thing. But that's the, like, that, that gives us this false sense of how things are supposed to happen, right? So that it doesn't always work that way. And I know some of you guys, this might have been a frustrating time for you because you couldn't get into clinic uh, and adjust your patients uh, the way you normally would be able to, whether you're, whether you're a student like this or a doc or whatever. I, I, that's definitely frustrating. Um, but I'm telling you, like when, when you are with patients, you've got to see the bigger, the longer term, the bigger picture, right? The small picture is I adjust you and you feel better and it doesn't take that long. And then you come like, and your most people's care plan is come back when you when you need it, right? That's pretty much most, most chiropractors care plan. That's a pretty God awful care plan in my opinion, right? I think, I think that's, that's very short sighted. That's like, like even a dentist doesn't say that. Even a dentist says, you know, come back every six months to get your teeth clean, right? And I, I don't know how many people do that um, I think it's, if I remember reading last time for a couple of years ago, it's like 60% of people actually follow the dental recommendations, right? Wouldn't it be great if 60% of, of people actually went to chiropractors on a regular basis like that? 60%? The, the, the national average is like 10%. 10%. Even though 80% of people have back pain, only 10% of them end up at chiropractors. What do the other, you know, bunch of people do, right? Well, like 90% of people if 80% of the planet gets some kind of back pain and only 10% of them go to the chiropractor, what is everybody else doing? They're going to, you know, PTs and MDs and they're taking drugs and all this other kind of stuff. And there's nothing wrong with any of that stuff, right? I'm judgment-free with all that. But the, the, the fact of the matter is that, that chiropractic is not about back pain. Because if, if we were really that great about with back pain, then we would be cornering 60% of the market. So obviously that's not what it is that we do. Right, that that that's what we think we do. We think we are back pain fixer uppers, but that's not what we do. What we do is we help realign 
the spine and the nerve system into working together, right? So I went, I started a, a, a new patient last week who has some severe uh, uh, developmental issues. And uh, the mom said, um, you know, you're a last chance, you're a last hope. And we're going to do whatever we can to help him because whatever we've been doing, he's like three years old and he's not progressing much at all. Whatever we're doing isn't working, right? So that to me, like, that's where what it is that I do is, is and, I, and I, I sat down and I said, understand, we're talking six months to a year care plan. We're not talking a couple of adjustments to see how he's doing. I, you know, we're not going to adjust him. I said to her, you know, today before the first adjustment, because you know, I don't adjust in the first visit. I don't recommend adjusting on the first visit, right? If you want really good buy-in, to me, and this is just me, if to me, do not adjust on the first visit. You can if you want to, and there's nothing wrong, no judgment. But I have found better buy-in if you have the person leave the office and then come back the next day or two days later, whatever. Uh, because it, it, to me, you get the, a chance to sink in. Like, what am I really doing, you know, there? And you might say, well, you might lose a patient. Uh, only one person in like a hundred doesn't come back for their first adjustment, right? Everybody else who comes back, they're committed, right? So, so that's, that's what we do is, is we want, I want a committed patient. And I said to her, you know, it, 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 this is a long-term thing, right? Don't look at your son after this adjustment and say, hmm, does somebody change? I, I expect nothing. Expect nothing. But we're going to measure things every re-exam to see if we can have measurable progress, progress in reasonable time right? Measurable progress in reasonable time. And that's what I want you guys to think about is, is with your own lives, right? Where are you compared to where you were, right? You're all in 10th quarter ish or so, right? So that's great. But where have you really progressed aside from the fact that it's now 2020 and last year was 2019. And beside the fact that last year you were 25 years old and now you're 26, that's not progress. That's, that's time marching on, right? Have you grown, Right? What have you done to make yourself grow into a better person, into a better future chiropractor, into a better chiropractic student, into a better chiropractor? What have you done? Right? Have, have you been like, this is really important. I, I listened to, to this one speaker, his name is Jim Rohn. He passed away a number of years ago, but he's amazing. He's got a lot of stuff on, online, Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N. Um, and I'm going to write down here for you guys because you really need to, you need to, Study this guy, Jim R-O-H, R-O-H-N, Jim Rohn. So this is what he talks about. He says, like, um, you are the people you are around, the things that you study, and the books that you read, right? So I ask you those questions. The people that you're around, are they picking you up, right? And I know it's been a harder time now you're you're in the pandemic we're more isolated etc but are you try, still trying to surround yourself with people that are picking you up and if if you have to zoom with other people or facetime or call other people are you able to make sure that you, that the people that are around you are picking you up like in my office when we have interns i only choose interns that are going to pick us up pick me up pick the rest of the interns up pick the staff up and especially pick the patients up right I'm only going to choose an intern like that. I'm only going to hire an employee like that, right? I only have friends like that that are going to lift us up, right? 
That's super important, number one. Number two, what are you studying? And I don't just mean studying here, right? This is, you, if you want to become a chiropractor, you have to do. This is a have to, right? What else are you choosing <clears throat> to study? Whether it's something spiritual, whether, you know, religious, whether it's something, uh, you know, more like chiropractic philosophy, whether it's, you know, culinary, I, you know, whatever. I don't care. But study something else. Work some other part of your brain. Get Start picking up a guitar or a piano and learn something that is not what you're used to doing to study it. You know, st- read books that you're not used to reading, right? Put things in your brain that, you're, that are hard. Don't make everything so easy on you. Put, Jim Rohn said, make things hard to challenge you, right? So that's the first. The first thing was people. The second thing is study and the books. What books are you reading, right? What, what seminars are you attending? What are you reading the green books? Remember, I showed you, I gave you four green books on PDF, right? Are you reading them? Even just a page a day, right? Are you reading these things? Are you, what are you putting into your brain, right? Because whatever you put in is what's going to manifest out, right? So if you put the good stuff in, then good stuff will start to come out. That's what it's like a bank. It's like a bank, right? If you don't put money in, then don't expect it to grow. Right. So if you're not planting the seeds, if you're not, you know, planting and fertilizing and pulling the weeds and watering and making sure it gets sun, if you're not doing that, because then what what would your expectation be of your garden? Right. So your mind is, is this gorgeous garden. And what are you doing to cultivate it? And I really recommend over this break, you know, after you got, I know you got finals, some of you got boards uh, and all that kind of stuff. I get that. And I know it's been a stressful time with the pandemic. But what I'd really like you to think of is over the break, if you haven't really started studying, right, and learning other things and putting other things into your brain and reading green books and reading, you know, listening to chiropractic, you know, seminars and that kind of stuff, start this break. Don't just sit there on the beach, right? Nothing wrong sitting on the beach. I think beaches are great and I would love to go. But don't just sit there on the beach. If you go to the beach check out my podcast. If you go to the beach, check out um, other chiropractic podcasts or check out Jim Rohn or check Zig Ziglar, another great speaker. He's got an amazing podcast. Check these things out, right? Put these things into your brain. What are you doing for your brain, right? Make you a different you by the time you get back. I challenge you that for those of you who are taking a break <clears throat> between you know now and the middle of July for the next quarter, like what are you going to do to guard it well? Like BJ said, what do you, you have a, a sacred trust? What are you gonna do to make that sa- to strengthen that sacred trust? Because this is this is the greatest opportunity you have right now before you actually graduate is the greatest opportunity right now to put this stuff in your brains and let it percolate and sit there. Because let me tell you, <clears throat> even though I may not be teaching for the next couple of weeks, I'm still working in my practice. Right? We were gonna go to Yosemite, but that ain't happening. Right? Uh, we had this whole big drip plan, but that's not happening you know so so what do we, what do we get lisa and i are saying all right during this time even though i'll be working on some of those days on the tuesdays and thursdays that i'm not working and the saturday and sunday what are we going to do we're going to make a we're going to make a vacation out of this we're going to put we're going to feed our brains right what are you going to do feed your brain feed your your soul so that when you come back next quarter you're stronger than you've ever been